Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And today we are starting our Hillary Duff roller coaster. Yes, here we are. <laughs> starting today with Casper Meets Wendy. Many this was a, a uh, direct to video movie. Uh, this, this was really <laughs> Hillary Duff's first starring role. Yes, this uh, came out September 22nd, 1998. And may I say, she was. Absolutely adorable in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> um, yeah, so this followed uh, the big Casper the Friendly Ghost movie with Christina Ricci and Devin Sawa. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did not have the same effect. Uh, I will get to that later <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> yeah. um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes, if you didn't know, because I was curious, Casper... Just, he's just a cartoon ghost who dates back to, like, cartoons and comics to the 40s. I thought he might have been part of, like, Archie Comics, but then I was like, if he was part of Archie Comics, he would have definitely been in Riverdale by now. <laughs> Can you imagine Casper the Friendly Ghost no. in Riverdale? <laughs> there would be this, like, really hot, aloof guy, and everyone yeah. would be, like, into him. And, and then, like, all of a sudden he walks through a wall. Yeah. <laughs> and they would be Casper, he wears, like, all white. Yeah. He's albino. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so obviously this movie stars Hilary Duff, mm-hmm. who we met, and Cadet Kelly. Of course. And so back to our Cadet Kelly episode, if you want to get the full experience of the Hilary Duff series. Yes. Uh, yeah, obviously we're starting this post-Disney Channel original movie. Um, so some of the movies that we will definitely cover in this series is Agent Cody Banks 1 and 2, Cheaper mm-hmm. the Dozen 1 and 2, the Lizzie McGuire movie, and the Cinderella story. Now, there's three more movies from this Hilary Duff era that I have either seen and they didn't really have like a big effect on me, or I've only seen bits and pieces of. I don't know what your experience with these movies are. So that would be Material Girls with Haley Duff, uh, Raise Your Voice, the TikTok, move, the TikTok movie where she goes, la 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 <laughs> And The Perfect Man with Heather Locklear. Mm-hmm. I've seen all of those, but I don't know that they fit like the DCOM-esque Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure either. Especially The Perfect Man, because that's more about the mom than it is yeah, about the kids. Yeah, and these three movies, they never played on Disney Channel, I don't yeah. think. I don't even know if Cheaper by the Dozen did, but I personally well, yeah, that, love Cheaper by the Dozen. <laughs> that's a family movie, so I feel like yeah. it fits the... Like, I mean, like, technically these are, like, family movies, too. too. But again, it's a, they're different vibes. So we can cross mm-hmm. off Material Girls, Raising Voice, and The Perfect Man. I agree. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is the earliest we've ever decided on the next movie. Look at this go. I believe should be uh, Agent Cody Banks. Well, do we want to do... I was thinking maybe we do the Lizzie McGuire movie because oh. that's the only other standalone. So oh, then we guess. do Agent yeah. Cody Banks one and two. Okay, and so then... after this we'll do. Oh wait, well Cinderella stories in here. Too. Oh yeah, those two. Okay. Well, we could do one, do a series, do one, do a series. Cool. Okay. Um. So there's a lot of the entire movie is uh, played by adults. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of these people have very illustrious careers, just sort of like background actors here and there. Um, so the main aunt, her name is Gert. She's played by this woman named Kathy Moriarty. Um, she has played many minor characters in movies and TV shows throughout the year. She was nominated for an Academy Award in the movie Raging Bull, which I've never seen. Um, but she played Nana in the movie Patty Cakes. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> we remember we watched Patty Cakes. It had that one girl who played I, Dumplin'. I remember the movie, but I'm saying I don't know. You I don't remember, remember Nana when no. she was like, B, B, and J. B, B, no, and J. I don't. Because she was the end. It was like... 
patty cakes, and then there's like a B and a J, and she was the N. No. <laughs> okay, well, that was her. <laughs> um, Shelley Duvall is in this movie, the elusive Shelley Duvall, um, who is probably most known for The Shining. She plays one of the ants. Um, she's been in a couple other movies like Popeye and Annie Hall. Um, but I read an article about her a few years ago. She just kind of um, reclused away in like a small Texas town, I think, living her best life. So good for her. Um, Terry Gar, who plays the last aunt, she was in Young Frankenstein, Close Encounters of the Third Time, the Third Kind, Tootsie. But most importantly, she played Phoebe's real mom in those beach episodes of Friends where Phoebe goes to find her parents' friend, and it turns out that that friend is actually her birth mother, not the mother who killed herself, a different, like, the one who actually gave birth. But she didn't know about that. So, uh, not, not a big fan. <laughs> okay, so, and then there's two more. So, like, the three ghosts are played by voice actors, and they've been in, like, like one of them's, like, the voice of Goofy. I didn't go through, they each have, like, 500 credits each. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but whenever, spoiler, whenever they uh, inhabit human bodies... One of them, Michael McDonald, um, he's a guy who's been in anything and everything. Uh, he was a series regular on Mad TV, but he was also featured in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Crazy Little Friend, the movie Spy, Community, the movie Heat, Web Therapy, House of Lies, Cougar Town, Scrubs, Pushing Daisies, Hannah Montana, Desperate Housewives, Seventh Heaven, Austin Powers, Seinfeld, and Family, Ma- Family Matters. And then uh, there's another guy, Patrick Richwood, who this is, um, this is not a Gary Marshall movie, <laughs> but... He was Mia's neighbor by the trash cans in The Princess Diaries, and that's what I recognize him as. Um, but this movie was directed by Sean McNamara, who basically created, like, even Steven Silva the future, that's a raven, um, also directed episodes of Jonas, uh, the Sweet Life movie, Sunny with a Chance, Soul Surfer, Shake It Up, Jesse, and Ant Farm. So he's big in the family entertainment genre. Well, he got a lot better after this one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I have for. Uh, for people. Yeah. I don't have anything special to add about the people. I will say, apologies in advance. I think this is going to be a very short episode. I don't know how yeah. many notes you have. I have literally two pages of notes. Not even, like, two full Lights front notes on pages. an iPad. <laughs> yeah. But I, this movie was a free to watch on YouTube if you want to give it a watch yeah. as of now. Yeah. It's one of those where, it, like... A lot happens, but also not a lot happens. It, there's just a lot of, like, not even montage, but just, like, causing ha- uh, havoc. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so we open on a baseball game. Yes. Alan Thicke is the announcer. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, a player hits a grand slam to win the game. The crowd goes wild, and this UFO comes flying out of the sky. And, um, okay, everyone, like... Go, all the players go back yeah. onto the field and just stand and Everyone stare. Everyone watches the UFO and they watch this alien come out and they're all like, oh, weird. But then the alien turns into a ghost and everyone gets scared. But no one was scared that a fucking, like, no. spaceship, a UFO was no. over their game. Yeah, so and, like, like, no the, one ran nothing. There's the three ghosts and they just wreak havoc on the humans. Yeah. Um, and then their uh, Casper, the friendly ghost, tries to calm everyone down. He's like, hey... I'm not scary. Be my friend. They're like, ew, ghost. Um, and so they successfully scare everyone, and the three ghost uncles decide they want to go on vacation in the Catskills. Um, so then we cut to Desmond Spellman, the most powerful war- powerful warlock ever. Um, he commands his mirror slave to tell him the witch rankings, and it turns out this little girl named Wendy the Good Witch is on her way to outranking him as top witch, so he must destroy her. And yeah. the only way to defeat her is pushing her into the mystic abyss. Which yeah. I always thought was hell. 
It's just, like, a portal that you can, like, summon. And, like, okay, if Desmond is such a great warlock, wouldn't he already know about this thing? Like, why does the mirror have to tell him? That's how you defeat her. I don't know. Nothing in this movie makes sense. Yeah, it does not make sense. Uh, So Desmond uses this potion to create these two henchmen, and he tells them to go get Wendy and bring her to him. Uh, So little Wendy wakes up. uh, She uses magic to turn off her alarm. Um, She grabs this, like, wrapped gift from her chest in her bedroom and goes outside. Her three aunts downstairs are brewing a potion, and outside, Wendy walks up to the little paper boy and gives him this gift. This is foreshadowing. Yes, but then the ants uh, notice the paper boy and launch a spell to make all of his papers hit him. So he gets scared and rides off, and Wendy is pissed because she was trying to make a friend. Yeah, she also sends the papers back to hit their aunts, and then she goes in and she, like, yells at them. She's like, why would you do that? And they're like... Because it's funny. Her aunts are not very good caretakers. Her aunts also kind of hate her. It's a very weird dynamic. It's, it, it's supposed to mirror Casper. Yeah. But her aunts, like, also care for her. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the, the the whole thing is weird. I remember, like, as a kid watching this, and I'm like, why are they mean to her if they're, like, her <laughs> caretakers? Yeah, I don't know. But, like, it's not, like, so outright. It's just, it's very weird. Uh, yeah, so that's when the henchmen arrive, and they're like, we're with Desmond Spellman. Now the ants are like, no, 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 he's super bad. So the ants and Wendy are able to fend them off and escape on their brooms, but they don't know why Desmond is after Wendy. Yeah, um, um, in the air, the ants are mad at Wendy, and they blame her, because, like, she must have done something for Desmond yeah, to be after them. they go into hiding not really to protect Wendy, but to protect themselves. Yeah. Because they have to take care of Wendy, and Wendy is going to bring trouble. Yeah. Um, so they go to the, uh, no, the ghosts arrive at this resort, and they make Casper carry all their luggage. They scare a couple out of a cabin, and Casper's like, that's not right. Um, Casper asks his uncles to be more friendly, and they say no because humans suck, but witches are worse. Um, and they also call humans fleshies. Yeah. Bad. Um, so the witches ha- arrive to hide out at the same resort, um, and they use magic to make a mean woman give up her room, and Wendy's like, that's not right. Um, yeah, they turn a woman into a goat. Yeah, and no one does anything, but she just lives as a goat. I yeah, they never, like, turn her back. They're like, okay, yeah, um... We, they're walking over to their, like, uh, cabin, and Josh, this, like, little kid, introduces himself to Wendy, and he's like, oh, hey, and Wendy's like, oh my god, and the witches, or the ants again, like, they make the mailbox disappear, so he, like, falls, and he's embarrassed, and Wendy's like, why do you keep doing this to me? And they're like, we need to focus on getting, figuring out this Desmond situation. Like, anyone could be connected to him. Yeah. Uh, so the henchmen return to Desmond, they tell him they couldn't get to Wendy, so Desmond reveals this, like, war zone that tracks witches using high-level magic. Um, so the ants decide to, like, redecorate their hotel room, and Desmond's alarm, like, goes off briefly. So one of the ants is able to, like, offset the magic to, like, untrack themselves, and they realize that they can't use any high-level magic while they're there, or else he'll be able to find them. And they also make Wendy give up her wand. Yeah, um, um, they decide they're going to go to the pool and tell Wendy she needs to stay in the room. So uh, Casper is upset about how the other, his uncles are treating him, and he says it isn't fair. Um, as Wendy says the same thing, like, in the cabin. So she decides to go outside, and she sees Josh in the arcade, so she goes over to him. Um, whenever she's, like, trying to talk to him, he's just, like, focused on the game and acting like a jerk. He steals one of the games away from, like, a smaller kid. And Wendy is not having it. Yeah. 
And so she decides, she like tries to talk to him. And again, he's just like, go away, blah, blah, blah. So Wendy uses magic to break the game he's playing. She like unplugs the game. Um, and then she decides to go into the stable that is just at this uh, resort they're at. And she starts complaining about how she want, or yeah, she starts complaining. She wanted to, she wants to talk to someone. And Casper's like, oh, I do too. And then Wendy freaks out. She's like, oh my God, a ghost. My aunt said ghosts are horrible. And he's like, what, are you a witch? Oh my God, my uncle said witches are horrible. Ah. And then Casper's like, I didn't know witches could be so cute. It's weird. Yes. Um, fan of the pod, friend of the pod, Abby, wanted to talk about why are they always pushing a romantic agenda between humans and ghosts? It worked with Casper because all of the teenage girls in 1995 went crazy for Devin Sawa for like the minute he was on screen <laughs> and they really they didn't get that it was the little actor not Casper himself <laughs> yeah and this we don't get a human form of Casper ever it's just just the ghost no yeah um but they decide that they can trust each other, even though they don't know anything about each other. And they they're like, both, like, feel this, they share similarities, yeah. and they're like, oh, let's be friends. So they feel this, misunderstood. Like, we get this, like, five-minute, ten-minute-long friend montage of them hanging out. Yeah, they're just doing a bunch of stuff at, like, the, the resort that they're at, even though her aunts told her not to leave the room. Um, anyway, after they have fun with everything, they're like, this, uh, Wendy says that this has been the best day of her life. They've both found friends in each other, um, but they can't tell their families because their families would be so appalled that they were hanging out with a ghost and a witch. They're like, what if we try and change their mind? Like, they're trying to make them star-crossed lovers. What are they doing here? I don't know. This and is not then, Romeo and Juliet. And then they're like, they need to turn, I don't know, they need to get their aunts and uncles to see past their differences. So Casper's like, I got an idea. Um, so there's, like, this brief scene where these aunt, where the ants, like, fuck with a cabana boy. Yeah. And one of the ants thinks that the cabana boy's cute, so he pulls him close, and she says, how about a date? And he says, December 7th, 1941, which was Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, who is that? Wendy meets her aunts by the pool, and she tells them about a dance at the, that the resort is having tonight. Um, Wendy runs into Josh, and he's, uh, like, very forceful. He's like, you're gonna go to the dance with me. And she's like, no, I'm not. And he literally, like, grabs yeah, he her. grabs her arm. And she's like, no, I'm going with somebody else. And, like, I, she ends up, like, pushing him into the pool or something. I don't remember exactly what happens, yeah. but she's like, fuck you. Which, good for her. Um, back at Desmond's place, the mirror tells Desmond that Wendy has made an ally in a friendly ghost and that's it. Yeah. Um, Casper asks his uncles, he's like, hey, how do you guys do possession? And then he says, oh, by the way, your world record for possession was broken, but you can reclaim your title at the dance. Um, so the uncles possess uh, three bodies of three bad cats walking up to the dance at this family resort. Yeah. Um, one of them just immediately assaults five women in a row. Cute. Um, Casper and uh, Wendy are watching from behind a table. Ben Stein is there. <laughs> yeah, do you remember there was a show on the Game Show Network that was, like, win Ben Stein's money or yeah. something? Yeah. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand anything about it. I would watch I it sometime. I still don't get why Ben Stein is famous. I don't either. <laughs> um, so the three ants spot the three uncles and their human bodies from across the room. They all begin dancing. They hit it off. Uh, Casper takes Wendy outside, and they dance in a gazebo. 
Um, Joss picks her up and flies her over to the gazebo, and yeah, yeah, I don't it's know. It's very weird. weird. They try to push it so like it would have been better if they like were just like friends. Yeah, They're, they don't need to. He's push. the friendly ghost. He's not the boy friendly ghost. No, <laughs> he's also like Casper. Like I feel like when I don't know, Casper's definitely like eight or nine years old. Yeah, I don't. He's yeah. not like fourteen. <laughs> I mean, Wendy also looks very young in this. I guess it's just yeah. because Hilary Duff looks so little compared to, like, Lizzie McGuire Hilary yeah. Duff. Um, so Josh follows Wendy outside, and he sees her dancing with no one, and he gets pissed. Um, the aunts and uncles are having a great time till the music starts, and the song is just too funky fresh that the ghosts uh, start to expel from the bodies that they're in. So they reveal that they're ghosts, the witches reveal that they're witches, and they both freak. Um, what Casper and Wendy try to explain, but they won't hear it. The ants, uh, threaten to turn the ghosts into beanbags, and they run away, but Wendy knows that they're bluffing, because they can't use any high-level magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ants say they're leaving their resorts, um, and the ghosts are like, we need to get revenge, we're gonna scare them out of here. Uh, Casper, Casper and Wendy secretly meet, and Wendy reveals that she doesn't want to leave so that they can keep hanging out, but they can't use high-level magic because Desmond is after them. Um, and that's when she's also like, oh, I looked it up on the internet. The Mystic Abyss! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so Wendy asks Casper to tell her uncles to back off, but not reveal anything about the magic. Um, so Casper goes to his uncles, and they're, like, planning to attack the witches, and Casper asks them to lay off, and he accidentally reveals uh, what Wendy told him about the magic, so all the uncles immediately go on the offensive. They arrive in the witch's room. They know about the magic. Uh, Wendy knows that Casper told, and the ghosts, like, go on a rampage around the room. Yeah. They start, like, scaring them. All they ever do is, like, just yell at them, or, like, like make funny faces breath. and knock things over. Yeah, I don't really get why I mean, that would I mean, it's a children's movie, so, like... I don't get why it would scare witches, though. It's just... I don't know. It's illogical. Come on. Plot hole after plot hole. Uh, so, Wendy decides to use some magic and turn the ghosts into statues. Um, they can still, like, move, just, like, very slowly, she coats them in plaster. Oh, yes. Okay. Sure. Um, which, unfortunately, that's high-level magic, so she locates herself on Desmond's map, and they're on their way. Yeah. Um, Josh and friends hear ruckus from Wendy's room and just, like, go th- over to the window and steal her wand. Mm-hmm. So they steal her wand. Um, uh, Wendy and the ants start packing because they have to leave. Casper reaches Wendy too late, and she's pissed and tells him to leave. Uh, Casper sees Josh playing with Wendy's wand and assumes that she likes him more and let him play with the wand. Uh, Casper goes back and explains the trouble to the uncles, the trouble that the witches are now in, but they won't listen. Desmond arrives at the resort. Uh, the ants start leaving, even though Wendy lost her wand, and that's when they see the henchmen outside, so they have to turn back around. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dress up as maids and push Wendy in a laundry basket, and they're about to leave, but Desmond is there, and now they're trapped. Um, Desmond reveals why he's after Wendy, and he must get rid of all of them so that they won't go seeking revenge. Uh, Casper arrives and starts to help, but Desmond essentially beats him up. Um, Wendy yells something like, oh, I wish I could stop you, but I lost my wand. And Casper's like, oh, that's why Josh has the wand. So he goes to get it. Mm -hmm. Um, he scares Josh out of the wand. Uh, Desmond creates a door to the mystical abyss in the fireplace. Uh, the vortex just starts, like, sucking furniture in. The henchmen start, like, bringing Wendy forward, um, and that's when Casper arrives with her wand. There's a big fight between Casper and Wendy and the henchmen. Um, yeah, but eventually, uh, Wendy ends up getting her wand. The ants are, like, teaming up against Desmond, 
Um, and but none of them are powerful to cast a spell, or powerful enough to cast a spell on him. Yeah. Um, so he starts, like, zapping Wendy toward the abyss, and she literally starts, like, falling down into this abyss. And, like, the screams from Hillary Duff make me so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but Casper is able to, like, throw her, her, throw her a rope, and she grabs it. Desmond starts closing the door, but Casper grabs Wendy's hand. The witches escape the henchmen and try to stop Desmond, but they fail. And that's when the uncles arrive and scare Desmond into walking backwards into the abyss. And they hold the door open and help the witches grab the rope to bring Casper and Wendy to safety. Yeah. The ants thank the ghosts for helping them. The mirror declares Wendy as the greatest witch because she befriended a ghost. Yeah, so I guess that's that's the moral of the story. Witches and ghosts can get along. Yeah. You're not so different after all. That was the big, the big ending. Yeah. <laughs> so Wendy and her aunts are about to leave, like, I guess the next day. And Casper goes to say goodbye. Um, they're happy that they've changed their the minds of their, like, family members. Wendy gives Casper a quick kiss and then just flies away. We find out that the henchmen are working at the resort now. Casper's uncles are nicer to him now. And uh, that's the end. That's it. That's Casper meets Wendy. Like, that much happened. Yeah, it was a very, like, uh, anticlimactic start to the Hillary Duff series that we're going yeah. for. <laughs> I mean, like, I definitely, I watched this as a kid. And I'm not gonna lie, like, watching little Hillary Duff just, like, floating in that giant orange vortex that I literally thought was taking her to hell. Mm-hmm. It freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> I feel like the ghosts scared me more when they were, like, when I was a kid. Because they were just, like, yelling at people for no reason. <laughs> and I was like, why? <laughs> I also, it reminded me, the beginning, like, reminded me kind of of Space Jam, where it's, like, a baseball game and, like, all this Mm. stuff, but the ending of this, or the beginning of this movie, I feel like, was a very weird start to where it went. Everything just, like, it doesn't connect very well. There's not a lot of transition, like, it just goes from, like, one thing to the next to the next. No, I definitely just tried to capitalize off of the original Casper movie, which I never watched as a kid. I never watched that movie until, like, sometime within the past five years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was not, not part of that. And then I watched it, and I was like, that's what everyone was obsessed about? He's only on screen for, like, less than a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, like like we said, they didn't push the romance plot as much in this because it was so, like, short and But it was still paced. too much. Yeah, like, why did she need to kiss a ghost? Like, how they do you were d- so young. How do you even ki- kiss a ghost? You can't. I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, he, like, takes her hand and, like, carries her and stuff, but how do, he can... I, I don't get the logistics. I don't either. It doesn't make sense, and it was unnecessary. I mean, in, in Ghost, the movie, he weaves his fingers in between hers when they're doing pottery. He's able to do that. This seems like different ghost lore. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel, did Christina Ricci, did she ever, like, hold Casper's hand when he wasn't a real boy? I don't. I, I don't, don't really, I've only seen that movie once. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember, but... It's just, it's it's a strange thing. I well, and it, we feel the same way about, like, younger characters always having to push a romance plot anyway. We yeah. talked about this in multiple DCOMs. Like, it's so unnecessary. Yeah, it's just not necessary. They're children. Yeah. I feel like I, like, I definitely knew of Casper the Friendly Ghost before I watched this movie, but I don't know where from. Mm-hmm. Maybe just, like, commercials and stuff? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that was Casper Meets Wendy. I watched this on two times speed because we were on YouTube and I could mm-hmm. do that. And I, d- I didn't have to pause at all to write anything <laughs> down because it was just, there were so many unnecessary just like flying around. Ha ha ha. This is Best funny. With humans. Ha, yeah. Yeah. It's you could definitely tell that this was 1998. Too. And definitely meant for like a generation like younger, like 
a step younger from like Disney Channel original movies, more like first grade kindergarten type. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that was Casper meets Wendy. Um, I didn't actually not when Casper met Wendy. Like I said last time, <laughs> I started looking up and I was like, why, why isn't it coming up <laughs> when Harry met Sally? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't actually rate this uh, after watching it, but I would probably give this like a one and a half out of five. Gave it a two out of five. Yeah. <laughs> A little Hilary Duff, very cute. She but, gives it, she gives it her all. And like, okay, not even she can save the script. <laughs> Casper the ghost, also just like as like a a being, not as a human, like yeah. just like a cute little ghost. Yeah, but, like, he just wants to be your friend. Yeah, the friendly <laughs> ghost. Yeah. So. And like, not even thinking about like how he was once a boy who died <laughs> very young. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> also then, very weird. And you get it's like the Twilight logic of like how old is Casper Ashley? Like how long has he been a ghost? Right. <laughs> When, when did this happen? And, like, is he stuck this age? Like, I understand his, like, ghostly body is, like, Well, they mentioned at the very beginning, they were like, we should take a vacation. And they mean, like, and they were like, a forever vacation? And they were like, no. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, apparently they can just decide (laughs) to. They can move on? They can just decide that they don't want to They don't have unfinished business? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought that's what, that's what happens to ghosts stuck on Earth. They have unfinished business. I think they just like causing havoc. I think that's why they're there. (laughs) Do you think all three of the brothers like died together? And also, like they, it, they must have been like must have been like MythBusters or something, like or like Jackass, like doing something <laughs> stupid, and they all died. like. Oh my god! Um, I don't think you've ever watched it, but Julie and the Phantoms in I the first not. episode. So like, there's like these three like teenage, young like late teenage, early twenties boys, and they're like sort of stuck in these bodies on Earth, and they died from eating bad hot dogs off the street. Like classic. <laughs> Well, okay, and then I just have so many questions because I don't understand, like, how how did the aunts get custody of Wendy? How did what happened uncle- to her parents? <laughs> what happened? Oh, yeah, what, what happened to Casper? Well, also, hit Desmond's last name is Spellman, right? Yeah, Sabrina. Sabrina's last name. Wait. What? <laughs> and this is 1998, okay? Sabrina's in high school. Where yeah. is she? I, I just... I have so many questions. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't think it's part of the same franchise. Like I said, I don't think it's part of... Casper is a part of Archie Comics. Yeah. Like I said, he would have definitely shown up in Riverdale. <laughs> this movie left us with more questions than we had answers. <laughs> That's uh-huh. because we are good, reportive journalists. That's what this <laughs> podcast is about. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put that on my resume. I'm an investigative journalist. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Don't look up Decom Cool and Collect <laughs> We have a podcast. <laughs> oh, what, what do you investigate? Children's movies. <laughs> Listen, we're getting to the bottom of it. <laughs> we're asking the hard questions that no one wants to ask. Why are they trying to make a ghost fall in love with a human? <laughs> with a child. With another child. Yeah. That's not a fit. That doesn't happen. Exactly. Unless you're Cory and Topanga. <laughs> yeah, Cory and Topanga work, but... And even, they didn't start dating until they were, like, 14. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That was Casper Meets Wendy. Next week, we'll watch the Lizzie McGuire movie. Lizzie McGuire movie, and then we'll go Cody Banks 1 and 2, and then we'll go Cinderella Story, and then we'll go True Rabbit Dozen 1 and 2. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta figure it out, Great. Well, good job. Good. good job. All right. Good show. Bye. <laughs>